0: There are two words in modern-day language that horrify, induce panic, terrorize, petrify, and scare you to death. Those two words are... Cryptocurrency. Um, but that's just ridiculous. Welcome to Tales from the Cryptocurrency. It's not that scary. It's not that difficult. And it's not intimidating. We'll prove it. We'll have fun along the way. This is Tales Tales from from the Cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency. And now your host, Tony Tony Casanova. Casanova.
1: Hey guys, welcome to Tales from the Cryptocurrency, where I attempt to demystify cryptocurrency and take the horror out of Bitcoin and other altcoins. Well, the weekend was slow, and uh, we saw a little bit of a pump on Saturday, but really not enough to get, to get excited, right? Uh, we did see Bitcoin... Uh, Bitcoin, basically, what it did was that it hovered around 22,850. And right now, as we speak, it's at 23,034. So it's gone up a couple hundred bucks, but it's not really substantial. Uh, so mostly the market's moving sideways. And right now, it's mostly a snore, a snore storm, I would call it. Um as you know when volume is is down as as it is right now uh during these times the bots don't really say much because we need action in the market for the bots to be able to draw sample size information that they could draw conclusions from and uh if nobody's trading like if there's really nothing going on then there's really nothing to see so we got to kind of sit back and we have to observe the market and uh, and see as it decides which way it's going to go however we did say that there was going to be a possible move to the downside and well it seems that that was pretty much spot on so uh, another thing uh, that happened over the weekend we were able to 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 enjoy some victories and not everything was was a complete loss right so uh we had some significant gains in both casper and Polkadot, uh and phantom uh which has been going up and up and up and up for us uh just started retracing a little bit so i'm keeping an eye on that as well uh, Polygon uh, definitely went up. I mean, Polygon's over, up over dollar uh, twenty uh, right now, and we picked it up when it was less than dollar. Remember when I was talking about it? I was say, "Hey, try to pick it up." It was like ninety-eight cents, and uh, we grabbed Polygon back then. So we've uh, we've uh, enjoyed some substantial gains. I uh, I also want to note that after we added that five percent to our portfolios, uh, high, that was when when it was like at a dollar twelve so it 's gone up another uh significant amount for us to to enjoy some gains on so i 'm not going to let it retrace too uh, i 'm not going to let it retrace though as of right now i 'm still uh, bullish on it, so we'll see what polygon continues to do as of right now it's it's almost down you know point 20 percentage points but it's it's not doing anything so we're just going to keep an eye on it i'm still bullish on polygon and i think it's going to do great things especially as the nft space continues to develop so we might see a run on matic like the run that happened with solana where solana got all the way up to 263 dollars uh you know when it went to its all-time high I, i'm starting to to see the metrics on matic to start having that kind of run okay so I'm, I'm really putting a lot of a lot of uh eyeball strength uh into what's happening with matic because i don't want us to miss the boat on it and so i'm going to continue to monitor it and if i feel that it's going going to be like that new Solana that takes off and runs, and well, we're going to jump on that boat right away. So just keep it, I mean, it's in our portfolio right now, so, and it's a nice part of our portfolio, it's not anything, you know, horrible, so uh, we'll keep an eye on it and continue to hopefully uh, make some gains off of it. Uh, on the other side though, Soul, which has been on my portfolio watch list um, I, I know we don't own any, but uh, I have it down at the bottom and it's that S-O-U-L, Sol uh, not Soul for Solana but uh, the Phantasma coin I haven't pulled the trigger on it and uh, I'm probably going to pull it off my portfolio watch uh, it's just not doing enough and the hype meter on it is low, so I, I don't know, it's not the project to get in on right now so i'm just gonna pull it off uh show no interest in it um plus soul and soul sounds too 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 much alike when i'm talking about them so i can find another coin that will most likely uh do better as well i still like the project so it's not like the project's dead it might come back and visit us again but as of for right now, uh, you could probably pull it off your, your charts. Uh, it's at 22 cents, uh, soul, and that's going with KCal, which is at 79. Um, and, you know, I don't know like I say, it's, it's not exciting me. It's not exciting me. And the bots are, are not excited about it as well. They don't, they don't provide like basically any, they, every time I get like a possible percentage rise off of them, it's, it's, you know, it's in the point zero 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 numbers and it's just not, not enough to, to get in on it. So, uh, I'm not going to, to, to go with it. Um, I guess I like the project, the bots don't, so I'm going to go with the bots on this one for right now. Casper. Uh, if you grabbed Casper when I told you to grab it, you grabbed it at three cents or three to... Between that three to three and a half cent mark uh, was when the call for it to pick it up was. And depending on where you got in on the order, uh, I like it. It's up and I'm going to continue to hold it uh, and I'll probably grab a little bit more. Currently, Casper is up 5.38%. So uh, we're doing real well and that's just over over the day. Like It's, uh, it's up to... Almost four cents, uh, right now. So it's, uh, it's got a little bit of growth and considering that everything else is down and the phantom is starting to pull back. Well, I think Casper might be the one that starts to carry our portfolio forward. Uh, we'll see how that actually boils down, um, you know, as it starts to develop here. So, uh, guys, uh, when volume, like I was saying is low over the weekend, one of the things that I start to do is start to see where the volume is actually going to. And we've talked about like the tether dumps and all of that kind of stuff, but, um, If the bots aren't giving us good indicators, then what we can do is just go back to like a good old fashioned analysis, right? And over the weekend, we were able to see that even though we weren't getting a whole bunch of data on one side, uh, what we were seeing was that we were starting to see uh, W formations uh, on a lot of like these coins. So what we're really waiting for right now is if Bitcoin takes off, most of the coins that we have in our portfolio are going to completely just skyrocket because uh, they just need like that additional little bit of volume to start pushing them and they'll reach uh, kind of like what's known as a tipping point, right? So, I mean, they'll reach that tipping point. That's when I'll start to see, that's when we'll start to see like that run, like I, I keep talking about Elrond. Uh, and I still think that this is going to happen. Elrond to 55, right? So I think this is the week. I said last week that it would happen during this week. So I, I'm I'm feeling good that if Bitcoin uh, goes and, and does anything positive, And draws the market up in any way. We will definitely see that run on on Elrond uh, this week. We'll also see that run on Ethereum. Ethereum should build up that steam again and then just continue and pop over to that 1800 mark, which is what I'm looking for right now we've reached 1700 several times and then it's it's kind of like bounced down from there so uh so we're looking at for it to fulfill uh basically that 18 that 1800 uh dollar mark so that's like what I'm I'm basically looking for right there hey uh guys i have to tell you this during every single podcast so i'm just going to take a moment here to tell you none of this is financial advice don't listen to me i'm a moron if you listen to me uh you get whatever you deserve okay so anyway so there i said it uh, I am not a financial advisor um, and I uh, I am not qualified to give you any kind of advice. So you're just supposed to be watching me, seeing what I'm doing. And if you choose to follow along, then that's on you. Never uh, risk more than you can afford to lose. I guess that covers me on all the legal bases there. And then how do you learn? How do you learn from here? You have to listen to the podcast like you're doing right now. So you've already, you're already doing a good thing. Make sure that you're getting those daily updates at uh, Show Me the Crypto. Okay. And then on Fridays, I'm doing that Facebook Live. This this Friday's Facebook Live was kind of cool. We had, uh, you know, more people than the first week. Uh, not enough for me to brag about and give you any kind of number. But uh, but anyways, it was cool. And the people that there that were there said that they learned. So come and learn with us come and ask some questions. Are you curious about what MetaHedge is? Come and ask there. Uh, do you want to know what's going to happen over the weekend? You can come and ask there. You just want to hang out and read what other people are writing? Well, you can do it there as well. And then I'll, I'll talk to you about whatever comes up during that day. So it's just kind of like hanging out. It's more, it's pretty chilled out and it's at 1030 in the mornings on Fridays. So make sure that you meet me there. I'll try to teach you a short lesson about cryptocurrency so that your time's not completely wasted and you get uh, to know more or less that's what's happening over the weekend. And if you have any questions during the bulk of the week, then that's a perfect time to to ask them. Of course, if you have any questions at any time, you could just send them to CryptoKeeper to you. That's Crypto Keeper, the number two, the letter U at gmail.com. Okay. Um, going back to the group right now. I haven't changed my portfolio, so it's uh, currently the the same as it was for the last week, but you can expect that this week I am going to make lots and lots of trades. So I'm going to make trade outs mostly. So one coin for another, I'm probably going to move some of my Ethereum into some of my other uh, coins in the portfolio that like right now are looking like it would be good times to buy. I'm also looking to purchase AVAX at $19 and anything. So if it gets to 1999, I'm probably going to pick it up. If I see it drop a little bit to 1996, 1950, whatever in there, I'll be basically moving my line until I pick it up on the next retracement of AVAX. Okay. And then I'm probably going to hold AVAX this time. Uh, well, it depends. We'll see. I'm not going to say that. I never know. I never get married to a coin, so... If we got to trade it, we got to trade it. So that's uh, that's uh basically what we'll do uh, when the time comes. Hey, uh, I want to take this moment too real quick before I move on to the news segment of this. But please, please comment, like, and share all of my stuff, please, especially the TikTok stuff if you're on there. Uh, very importantly, share. Sharing helps a lot, apparently. So um, please do that to your friends that want to learn about crypto uh, that... Uh, you know, if you've learned something about crypto from the podcast or from the Facebook group or that kind of thing, just share it with your friends. Maybe they'll learn something, too. And plus, it helps our algorithms so that the algorithm will grow. Again, I'm giving away all the information. So anything that you can do to help me out uh, in those ways uh, will definitely be appreciated. I am going to add a new link to the to the website, uh, to the CryptoLikeMe dot com website. Um, I'm going to add a link for uh, another exchange. Possibly, and I'm not going to reveal it yet because I don't want everybody to run out and get it, uh, before I actually put the link up. So, but I am going to put up a link to another exchange that's going to have something to do with a coin that we are going to pick up. Okay. So, uh, so keep your eyes peeled for that. And when you hear me say the new altcoin, Hey, this is what it is. Then you can automatically just go to the website and click the link there and you'll get some of that coin for free. Uh, as well as we move on, okay? And I think it's it's not gonna be a life-changing coin, but it's something that I wanna add to our portfolio right now as we start building our bags uh this week um going on to bigger and better things the fear and greed index is marking a 56 which uh means that it's gained six points from last week when it was at an even 50 and uh that means that uh when the market is signaling uh that it's heading towards extreme greed this will obviously uh provide us lots of great selling opportunities for us okay so this is when we make the money, okay, Um, when it's at extreme fear that is when we purchase. So we purchase during the times of fear and we sell during the times of extreme greed. Okay. And then we're actually going against uh, what the market sentiment is doing at that time. We are selling all of those people that are FOMOing in. We are selling them the stuff that we purchased at a very low price. We are now selling it to them at a very high price so that when they get discouraged and dump all of their cryptocurrency because it hasn't done anything or whatever that we will purchase that at a very low price. Uh, And that's how the market works, guys. And that's um, how we make money in the crypto market? As unfortunate as it sounds, uh, it's basically um, going against the sentiment of what everybody else is is doing uh, a lot of the times. Which is what one of the things that the bots are are actually programmed to do is to measure uh, the sustainability on Reddit and on Twitter and all that kind of stuff. The sentiment on things, uh, because that's when people start to FOMO into into projects and prices start to get high. And well, that's when we want to sell the most, you know, so this week we're not going to see a lot of news that's going to influence the market. There's going to be some stuff, but like last last week we had, you know, the interest rates. This week I would be looking for a black swan event. If like the market, you know, starts to go crazy, I'd look for something, some kind of crazy news that they would release that would kind of drive the price of Bitcoin down a little bit. But other than that, I'm starting to think that the market's probably going to go to the upside. I gave the sentiment the, the I, I assigned a a. New, Market news value of a of a negative two uh, this week to to the bots to add to our signals. So uh, so news is going to be of, of very little influence this week unless something big happens. So I'm going to to keep an eye an eye on that. All right, guys. So if we see uh, again, we're looking for for sustained four hour four hour averages and four hour periods, and if we see a sustained four hour period today above twenty three two two two, I would say above twenty three two two two, then. That's going to be that signal that will most likely send the market off to twenty-four. So first, it's going to go to twenty-three, uh, five hundred, and then after five hundred, it'll shoot right up to twenty-four. So if you start to see that right now, it's at twenty-three oh fifty-three. So if you start to see that at twenty-three two two two, then uh, then start to keep an eye, start to start to keep a closer eye on Bitcoin and what's happening with the other coins as well, um, so that we can go through there. Uh, going on. To the to the market news here um, there is a a new member of the Bored ape nft club if you guys don't know who owns the latest uh, number NFT number nine, six, five, eight. It happens to be the FBI. That's right. So the FBI now has, uh, I guess you could call it agent, uh, agent nine, six, five, eight, which is the first ever board, board, ape NFT secret agent from the FBI. So this, uh, this, uh, NFT, by the way, was confiscated during a raid on a crypto scammer, very famous crypto scammer, uh, His name is horror of all things. Uh, So um, and he was part of like a discord group that that scammed people out of a ton of cryptocurrency and NFTs back in the day. Um, So it's it's not like like uh, they went out and purchased it, but they are now the holders of it. So I guess it's going to make this NFT pretty famous. Maybe we'll see this NFT on some kind of auction block or something of the sort in the future here. Uh but for now, uh the feds have officially joined the NFT game. Uh by the way too, uh there's something I, I want to give you guys as a little resource that's also free. Uh I'm not making any kind of affiliate link or anything on it, but just just uh, I found it to be a, a pretty cool little tool metamask uh has uh, has launched what's known as metamask learn and uh it's a project that uh that's basically to help people learn about Web3 from the makers of MetaMask. You could just Google MetaMask Learn and check it out. The whole program is completely free, but it does teach you a lot of really cool intricacies about cryptocurrency in there that will make you a a more advanced trader. And not only that, if anything, it'll just make you more educated in the space, right? One of the things that we're trying to do is become more educated on cryptocurrency matters, especially when it comes to Web3 and Web3 integration, uh, because this is the stuff that starts to sound like jargon it just starts to sound like gobbledygook when people start talking about it right so at least this way when somebody 's discussing a project with you if you uh, know like what 's going on with web 3 and that kind of thing well it'll it 'll actually give you uh, a little bit of an education without having to get all bogged down with a bunch of the technical stuff that 's what I hate is like I mean a lot of times as programmers and that kind of thing we we like to bog people down with the technical stuff because on our And that's what seems cool, right? The fact that there's, you know, an immutable ledger and like all that, all that kind of stuff. But as, as a normal user, what you're more interested in is like, Hey, when I go to, for example, the secretary of state, if they're on web three, how do I connect my wallet? And am I going to have to connect my wallet? And how will I identify myself? Those are cool things that you can learn from programs like this, right? And that's like what the real web three user wants to use in the future. Okay. So um it was also uh uh I was also as I was looking at like the the program in itself one of the really cool things, uh, about the program is the simplicity, the simplicity with which, uh, they were able to discuss, you know, all the things that were going on in the, in the project, uh, how they were able to show you, like, the graphs of how things connect and why it becomes a lot safer to use Web3, uh, rather than the traditional centralized methods that we're currently using right now for identification and for all kinds of things like that. So you, finances as finances move to, uh, what's known as a DeFi space, which is a decentralized finance space. When As, as finances move more to DeFi, Web3 will become integral in everything that you do. So like right now, Web2 development uh, is what's powering like Zelle and all of those projects that we use with our banks to move money around. The problem is, is that every time that you do something like that, there's somebody in the middle that's making money. Most likely it's on both ends. Sometimes your transaction isn't secure, your transaction isn't anonymous, your transaction isn't 100% safe. If it's a large amount of money, your transaction isn't insured. All of like these things are like what Web 2 integration with our banks and current financial system have done. But with Web 3, you know, maybe for a very tiny fee, just the fee of like running the gas on the chain, you get you know, terrific security, uh, insurance that your transactions going to make it, uh, immutable ledger use, um, you know, freedom to, of anonymity and all of like these kinds of things, which are why we're in, in, in this space. I always say that cryptocurrency isn't really to get rich. Cryptocurrency is to get free. So if you're interested in freedom then cryptocurrency is the way to go so when people come to me and they say well cryptocurrency is a scam well yeah you most likely got scammed you there's there's a lot of cryptocurrency projects that are scams but not every cryptocurrency is a scam and that's like the thing is like a lot of cryptocurrencies are amazing technology that have amazing use case scenarios and are going to be a part part of our ecosystem and our lives, whether you like it or not for a long time to come, because it's just better technology. Now, right now, I mean, there's DAG technology, which you've heard me talk about as well. And as far as blockchain goes, that's going to create changes, you know? Uh, So, so, People are going to have to adapt to blockchain technology, whether they like it or not. It's just whether you adopt it early or are you going to adopt it when it's forced down your throat and you go to the secretary of state and you can't get your driver's license because you don't have a MetaMask account and you didn't set it up. and now, Now, you have to go and figure out what those 12 words mean. Well, if you're doing it from now, you're not going to have any problems when that time comes. You're just going to integrate right into it, which is what's happening. The entire world is changing. And as the world changes, it's time for us to, well, become educated. Most of the times, shit gets just crammed down your throat. This is the way you do it. Boom, you know, and after, by the time that you're doing it, the way that everybody else is doing it, it's late. You generate wealth in times before by being an early adopter of something. Then you get to understand the space before everybody else, which gives you an unfair advantage when the market shifts. Speaking of unfair advantages, by the way, uh, I've got something that excites me. Uh, everybody knows that, well, I mean, if you listen to the podcast, you know that I'm, I, I basically, I develop on Solana and I, uh, I'm a Solana dev, right? So not that I work for Solana, but I do. Participate a lot uh, in uh, Solana projects. Uh, I've been to the Solana hackathons. Uh, I developed my project on Solana. I'm constantly looking for ways to improve the chain to make it faster. My company uh, has developed, uh, or I, you know, for for the company have developed validators uh, on the Solana, you know, ecosystem, and we have those on our website that you could go look at right now. Right now, when they run on mainnet, basically they don't show any data, but if you toggle that switch on the left-hand side that says mainnet testnet, you just toggle that switch to testnet, you'll see that on the testnet, we're currently running about 244 validations per second on the Solana ecosystem. Well, anyways, uh, enough talk about like all that garbage, but the reason that I say that is because Anatoly, who is the developer at, uh, at Solana, he and his team are from Qualcomm, so that's like where those people came from originally, and uh, Qualcomm was a very famous cell phone maker, uh, of uh, very fantastic cell phones, which is why Solana in time developed the Solana phone, right, which is one of, like, their main projects and that kind of thing. Well, the big news here is that Samsung, Google, and Qualcomm have all teamed up together to create new metaverse hardware devices so if you're a stock person it'd probably be a good idea to get in on on some of these i personally only trade cryptocurrencies so uh, i'm looking into the projects that they'll develop but these are uh, this this marriage of Samsung, Google, and Qualcomm. What they're going to do is they're going to create their uh, own version of the virtual headset. So this could be a very interesting thing. It's a part of of immediate technological contention in the space. Zuckerberg is working on his version, uh, and now there is serious competition in the space by this marriage of these three of these three companies. And not only is it that, but. It happens to be uh, companies that I like. I like Samsung. I mean, I'm a big Android guy. Everybody knows that. I like Qualcomm. That's where Anatoly and his team come from. And I love Solana and everything that they've done with it. I actually even love the Solana phone, even though I don't have one. I'll wait till it drops down in price. And Google, Google's evil, uh, which is why I designed Metasearch. Uh, So anyways, that's uh, that. But Google does have unlimited resources uh, which when put together with Samsung and uh, Qualcomm on this project I think it could be fantastic for the metaverse space plus I think that it also provides a little bit of uh, maybe a spark and a fire to kick uh, to kick meta in its ass right and be like hey it's time to get things going because if not you aren't going to be at the forefront of the technology anymore you are going to be behind uh, Uh, This fantastic team that has just gotten together. Um, Do you have an addiction to cryptocurrency? Well, luckily, you can go to rehab now. That's right. The Balance Center uh, has a rehab program for cryptocurrency traders. So uh, they treat the uh, addiction to cryptocurrency trading like if you are currently waking up in the middle of the night and checking crypto prices, which I do that, by the way um or if uh if you are betting more than you can lose uh, which I recommend highly against in all my podcasts, and I suggest you use a diversified portfolio and stick into it. Um, are you selling off all of your assets? Which I recommend you never do. By the way, just trade trade your assets from one to the other and take loans. Anyways, uh, if you do, if you are a moron, if you're a moron and you're addicted to cryptocurrency, I guess it's a thing. So if you are a blatant moron and addicted to, addicted to cryptocurrency, You can go to the Balance Center and check this out. Check this out. They will treat you with uh, zen-like spa treatments. You will meditate. You will eat fruit. You will do yoga. They will tell you to stop your addiction. You will get in groups with other morons that are there too. And you will talk about your addiction to cryptocurrency. And why am I calling these poor people morons? Because... To attend there, you had to pay $75,000. That's right. It costs $75,000 to go to crypto rehab. So I figure that if you have $75,000, then just buy more Bitcoin with it, you fucking moron. Okay, anyways, all right, enough said. All right, guys. Uh Russia Russia's largest bank is now a DeFi space. This is big. Uh it's running on uh Ether uh on Ethereum compatible nodes and it lets users use their MetaMask wallets to interact with the bank. Remember how I was talking about Web3 integration? Well, even though it's not here in the United States, guess who's already there? Russia. That's right. Russia is at the forefront of DeFi technology, and their third largest bank is now you can log on to it with MetaMask. Is that coming here soon? Probably, which is why I told you, you should go to MetaMask Learn and start seeing what's going on there. Okay? So, uh, so anyways guys, uh, as far as prices go for the week, um, I would say that most likely we're going to see a little uptrend. Uh, so let's, let's, let's try to hold on to that and try to enjoy as much of it as we can. Also, I want you to start looking at coins in your portfolio and watch my portfolio. Okay. Cause we're going to be trading out. So those are going to be the big things that we are going to be looking for. Tony trading out of coins to give us some profit this week. And then we will be looking for a little spike in the Bitcoin market, driving our Ethereum up. We will know that the spike we are looking at is here when Ethereum hits $1,800. I'm going to give you that as a marker. So that's really what we're looking for. If you see Ethereum hit $1,800, then... Boom, we're off to the races. Okay, guys, until we meet again on this side, now I'm gonna take a little bit of a break and I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna talk to you guys about MetaHedge, all the exciting stuff going on at MetaHedge. I'm also going to reveal the new altcoin from the crypt. So stick around, all right, and come back, uh, listen to the ad and check it out or fast forward through it, I don't give a shit. But anyways, catch me on the second part of the show as we talk about that. And if you don't come back and we don't get a chance to do any of that then, Um, Just stick to the portfolio, okay? And make sure that you're checking the the Facebook page every single day. All right, guys, I'll be back in just a second here.
0: This is Tales from the Cryptocurrency. And now we switch it up. From prices and news to altcoins from the crypt. And what's new at MetaHedge.
1: And I'm back! Somebody asked me where do I go during break... I don't know, I go to outer space. Who knows where I go? Uh, but actually what I do is I go and check out the price of Bitcoin and all that kind of stuff so that I can talk a little bit more current as we're going through because things are constantly changing. All right, guys, I want to talk a little bit about MetaHedge today. So in MetaHedge, uh, about 20% of our partners have switched uh, over to the Phantom Wallet now and have gotten rid of their Meta token uh, from their wallet. Uh, so we are currently waiting for for the rest of our partners to catch up. Uh, However, uh, I wanted to share some news with you guys that while we are waiting for that stuff to happen um we are getting to ready to launch uh we're getting ready to launch a platform which is very cool and i think it's our very first uh whole like completed it's a completed platform right so uh what this is is like this is something that's getting ready to go public and uh it will ideally get lots and lots of use and um and then you know we'll be making money as a company from it so this is a a good thing uh what it is and i'm not going to share the name of it yet because i don't want you guys going out there and searching it right away um until we make it public public so i'm kind of making it public by telling you what's coming out because you are a podcast listener and this is where I share the information before anywhere else. So if you are a listener, consider yourself lucky because there's a lot of people that don't know, that don't know this. But we are getting ready to launch our very first fully completed MetaHedge platform. And what it is, is a, a eBay type setup. So if any of you have ever used eBay before, uh, it's that type of setup where the user can upload their items for sale. And ideally, the idea is, is that you trade with the people in your neighborhood, right? So like, or in your area and that kind of stuff. Um, so this platform is getting ready to, to launch and it's an eBay type platform. It has the full functionality. There's a MetaHedge, uh, phone app that goes along, uh, with it, uh, which you will be able to get from the Google store. Um, and you will be able to basically what you'll be able to do is anything in your house. You could snap a picture of it. You can upload it to the site. And then you can do one of two things. You can sell your item on the site, or you can set your site, your item up for auction. Okay. And you can auction off your item. Now there's two things that you can do. You could use physical items like a coffee mug. Let's say you want to sell a coffee mug. You go, you take a picture of your coffee mug, you upload it to the new MetaHedge platform, and then, uh, Exactly how eBay would handle it, the transaction would get handled. Okay. Uh, however, the good thing is, is that you can pay for every single transaction in a cryptocurrency. So, and it doesn't have to be a specific cryptocurrency. You could pay for it in Meta, our cryptocurrency. You could pay for the item in bitcoin you could pay for it in die you could pay for it in ethereum you could pay for it in whatever in 200 different cryptocurrencies as a matter of fact as a matter of fact i'm going to make it super easy now i'm going to blow your mind all you have to do is connect your coinbase wallet so you connect your coinbase wallet to the meta hedge site and whatever you have in your coinbase wallet you can pay if you have a phantom wallet and phantom wallet has solana and it has uh meta in it then you could pay like that too Okay, so either, either, or fully web three integrated, ready to go, uh, platform, and you can use it for both physical products or you could use it for digital assets. So those of you that have your NFTs, I know some of our Discord members and stuff are in the NFT game as well. If you have NFTs, you can now just upload them to this platform. And and in this space, they will sell. And they can sell for cryptocurrency and, you know, and uh you can exhibit them on there and that kind of thing. Uh so it it's it's kind of like the uh I guess uh, the very first uh, platform of its type because not because it's it's an auction site and it's a a a for sale site but uh, the fact that it's cryptocurrency based I, I think that that's pretty unique in itself and well, and it's ready to go. Now, also, if you have digital assets, this will provide not only for the sale of your digital assets, but for you to be able to auction off digital assets. So if you're a vendor on the platform, let's say you wanted to do a fundraiser. <clears throat> I have a friend of mine that is involved uh, with the homeless kitty project, which is an NFT project that we did at NFT at uh, MetaHedge a long time ago. Well, Um, If you didn't have like actual, like an actual buyer uh, or you weren't getting action, what you could do is you can invite people to your private auction. And of course, the people that you invite that go to the auction, then they're more apt to purchase your product because they get actively involved. Auctions get people actively involved and it gives you a sense of urgency about purchasing something. If you put something up for sale, people will be like, oh, yeah, next Thursday, I'm going to go and pick up that NFT and it's going to help out because of the thing. But then if Thursday they get a flat tire, then, you know, well, the NFT waits and it doesn't get for sale and for fundraising. This is detrimental. With the addition of the auction aspect of it, well, it drives people right there and it gives you like an immediate, you know, you have to function, you have to be there, you have to buy it and it has to, you know, the, the, the situation has to finish. So, uh, with that being said, it creates that. So, uh, very soon you guys will get, uh, will get, uh, you know, information on this as we publicize it. I imagine we'll do a marketing campaign behind it and all that kind of stuff as well. One of the things that I'm looking for though, is 10, uh, beta testers. If you would like to have items and you would like to open up a store that you could invite, it'll even have your own URL. That'll be like, you know, like blah, 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 at Joey's store, uh, or whatever. Uh, you'll have that kind of thing and all of that kind of functionality through the, the chain. And then you'll get paid in cryptocurrency. That then you can trade and trade and trade and trade. Eventually, you know what I'm saying. So, it becomes an excellent marketplace uh, if you want to do something like that to to actually. Put your items up for sale or your digital assets up for sale. Uh, So I'm looking for 10 demo testers. Those are going to be our beta testers for the site. And uh, what we will be doing is once uh, I decide to go live with it, which will be in the next week here or so, uh, we will allow the vendors to go up and then start selling items from the site. If you have stuff you want to open up a garage sale, you have some art or anything like that that you want to upload to the site, then I can let you uh, do that. After that, we're most likely going to charge people to uh, to list on the site uh, because it's so unique. Uh, so it's uh, we're considering that uh, that option right now. So right now, we're considering uh, charging uh, people to list eventually, or taking commission bases. Of course, we're going to take commissions uh, from the sales and all of that kind of stuff, which will what will drive revenue for uh meta hedge in the future. So it'll be a very cool platform. It's already completed, ready to go. And one of the things that we will be using to pay you guys more and more meta. Actually we'll be using it to add more and more liquidity uh to our tokens uh so that your tokens will continue to go up in value. Uh so that's uh so that's uh good news there and a completed project that will be uh getting lots and lots of talk and lots and lots of play, I imagine over the next few months as we market it and all that kind of stuff. Now you guys know what it is, how you could use it, how you could even get involved and that kind of stuff. One of the things that people have asked me is what can their friends do with the meta tokens? Okay. So this is, I'm going to invite you guys now to just go out and check out the mymetahedge.com site. Okay. And I invite you guys to stay abreast of the mymetahedge.com site uh, because as you do that, And as projects like this come up, those get listed on there and they go into our portfolio of projects that are completed uh, so that people can go on to take a look at our projects and all of that kind of stuff, which of course is great for the company. But I also have lots of information on there so that you could stay abreast as to what's going on. Uh, So one of the things that I have on there is what can your friends do with their Meta Tokens? It's a button. You just press it. And when you press the button, it tells you exactly what you could do with your tokens. And there's three things that your friends can do with the tokens once they receive them. One, they can cash them in uh, and will buy them. Uh, Two, they can hold them and it's basically holding 500 shares of uh, the 18 billion shares of our company that exists. Uh, So they could just hold them. And if anything big happens someday, well then, you know, well, they have that much of a claim in the company. Um, Or the other thing that they could do is they can stake those tokens by adding liquidity to our, to our pools. And uh, that's basically by opening up an account, they purchase the same amount of tokens that they have, so they'll have they have, uh, five hundred tokens. They can purchase five hundred tokens. That's a dollar or whatever. And then, uh, with that being said, then the amount of tokens in their wallet will begin to grow, uh, and they can sell uh, the tokens that they have. You know, on on the site. Now, we have a lot of people that have placed orders for tokens. Uh, currently, right now, uh, not a lot of people. Well, actually, nobody. Uh, honestly, right now, has paid for the tokens that. They have, uh, that they have, uh, no, that's not true. One person has paid for their tokens, um, actually, now that I think of it, uh, one person has paid for their tokens, uh, as they, uh, uh, got, you know, as they've ordered them. So one person has ordered tokens. Many people have ordered to- tokens, uh, but none of them have yet followed through. And the reason for this being said is because it's convoluted. I think Uh they don't, they don't get it. That uh, all you have to really do is go to the site and you place your order with your wallet address, and then you will be contacted. And then once you are contacted, then we will, uh, we facilitate the exchange between the partners and the new purchaser so uh, the way that it uh, the purchaser would handle it is you could just go to the my meta hedge site if you go to the my meta hedge site they can just pay for their meta uh, in whatever cryptocurrency that they want uh, there just by sending it in so they can snap a picture there's a there's four different um, four different uh, what do you call it uh, QR codes and you scan the QR code uh, that's on the hedge site down where it says donate to My, My Meta hedge or pay or whatever it's you just go to the QR code you scan it in there and then of course because it's a blockchain transaction when you send it in it gets recorded we see it we match it up with your order we contact the partners and then we can fulfill your order. So uh, that's uh, actually the the way that it's currently being done, and this is being automated. But before we can automate the system, we have to actually work through the system, which is why we're doing it with our partners on the Telegram group currently. Eventually, what's going to happen is I'm going to well, actually working on it right now, but developing a site where the partner can place in, and it will work just like a traditional exchange. You place in, I want to sell X amount of these tokens, and then as the- Those will go into a pool that want to get sold, and as the new buyers come in, they'll just go in there and they'll purchase them directly from the site, and as they do, it'll get distributed to whichever ledger place the tokens in. So, but in the meantime, uh, while we see how that works, we have to have a beta version of it. And the beta version is that the partner fulfills it from the telegram. So we're currently receiving the order, posting it to the telegram group. And then once the tokens are fulfilled and paid, then uh, we will contact whatever partner wants to bid on them and then take them from there. And we take our fee. Uh, for handling it from there as well so this is also going to be automated very very soon it's going to be automated very very soon um so we're working on on this right now but in the meantime just bear with us while we go through it and uh we're contacting people via email and that kind of stuff and people uh will eventually get their tokens in and then we'll be able to get them to the appropriate partners as we go through and purchase uh those those coins okay or or fulfill i should say uh the orders uh for those for those coins and so uh some people have asked me uh too what if you can't find a friend to send the tokens to then use it as an educational opportunity to just show somebody about cryptocurrency teach your mom send them to a friend of yours uh it doesn't really matter Send them to your Burner phone I don't care Like do But you have to do Something with the tokens You have to get rid of them Because if you don't Get them out of your wallet Then you don't Activate your wallet uh, From the switch And I can't continue To send you tokens Now that doesn't mean That you're losing The tokens that you have It just means that I have the ledger So I know how many Tokens you have But you don't Because your wallet's not getting updated So uh, at some point It would be nice Because I think it, it Fulfills you And makes you happier To see the amount of tokens grow in your wallet, uh, that you should be able to see them in your wallet. So all you have to do is fulfill the simple request of getting rid of the 500 tokens in your wallet. And there are three different benefits to doing that. And if at worst, you know, send them, uh, establish a new wallet for yourself and send them there. And I don't know, that's what you can do, I guess. And and that's that doesn't really help the community. You know, when you do that. But, uh, but I mean, ultimately it it is what it is. I mean, some people are going to get involved and they're going to try to grow the community and they see the project and you know that you have to be somewhat involved in the project for the project to grow and make us all rich. Right. That's what it is. It's like, everybody wants to get rich on the project, you know? Well, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, it requires a little bit and all of these things require marketing and all that kind of stuff. All the crypto projects do because, uh, since they're not, you know, SEC regulated, then you can't just go around advertising them. So honestly, the way that cryptocurrencies grow is through word of mouth. And that's how people find out about Dogecoin and they find out about this and bank and whatever is you find out via word of mouth and, you know, discord groups and telegrams and all of that kind of stuff. And it's the community that starts it. So the, the, the cryptocurrency projects are projects for communities to get rich. That's like the thing. A lot of people think it's like, oh, well, the company wants to do that. No, listen, the whole purpose behind a cryptocurrency, when somebody launches a cryptocurrency is like they look for a community, okay, to establish an ecosystem where the community gets rich. That's why tokenomics are meant to spread out the wealth amongst people. Traditional groups and stuff like that funnel wealth. They funnel wealth to one person, that's not what cryptocurrencies do. That's not like the purpose of my cryptocurrency, the one that I've designed. It's not to funnel, you know, everything to one person. On the contrary, it's to distribute it amongst the entire groups. You know, but then the groups have to be active participants. If you're trying to distribute something to an entire group and the entire group is just going, well, I'm not going to receive it, then it doesn't work. You know, there has to be a thing where the group is receiving and the group is giving and the group is interacting. It becomes organic and it becomes organic growth. And then I am going to tell you something. Once the groups get it, once the communities get it and they start to grow and they start to see the growth and the wealth and the everything that builds from it, then it becomes a lot easier. I'm going to tell you, but it's like a lot like starting a, an old lawnmower, right? You got to sit there, you got to go, wah, 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 and you got to sit there and pull it and you got to tell, and that's what we're doing right now is we're telling the community, like, look, We've been talking to the community for a long time. The the only thing the community has had to do up to this point is just switch wallets. And so far, 20% of like our entire community has done it. You know, we're trying to compensate on some of that by having like 20 people, because now we figure that there's just going to be a bunch of people that just aren't going to do anything. So that's why we're having send out the tokens, send out the tokens, because then it compensates for the wallets for like the morons that aren't doing absolutely anything, you know, or or aren't going to do or are going to lose out on the project because they lost their words or, or whatever, this or that. You know, so we grow the community in a way that it doesn't that it doesn't hurt anybody. We grow the amount of wallets that we have. We reestablish, we rebalance our ecosystem. We have a community again, and then ideally the community goes out and you know through word of mouth and marketing and telling the friends and like whatever this or that. Then you start getting, you know, some notoriety for what your coin is doing. Other than that, it's like, we're just providing liquidity and liquidity and liquidity to like partners that will eventually, you know, uh, cash out, but it's a a lot slower. It's a lot slower process than if we can get to the point where we are. And people are like, Hey, this is a coin that's constantly adding liquidity to its value. It's ceased to produce any it's burning them. It's also continuing to work and continuing to add liquidity. All of those things add to a coin value value that goes up, I want to get some of that coin. They want to get some of that coin. They can only get it from the partners that helps distribute the wealth amongst people, but keeps our economy equalized so that we can't have enormous whale movement. Because if you sell a lot of your tokens to somebody, well, you already sold a lot of your tokens and now you don't have any. And since we don't, you know, since we're not going to provide any more into the ecosystem, well, eventually those tokens have just been redistributed to somebody else. And as we grow, we distribute tokens. And eventually I'll get to the point, where I'll just be like, okay, look, we have an enormous community. There's things going on. There's money flowing in and out and we can begin burning. And then when we begin burning tokens, then the token becomes even more valuable. You see, and all of these things work in phases. But the first thing that we have to do is kickstart the community. And and to kickstart the community, You know, that's like what we're literally doing is we have a company that, that makes money doing, you know, various things from, from web development to, uh, to the bots that create, you know, that create, uh, you know, gains for the thing via arbitrage actually in flash loan, which is what we're involved with in the background there, but not so much trading, but anyways, but the bots do provide trade and trading will probably, will probably become part of like our income. If, the, if this bot that I've created continues to do what it's doing, uh, it would only make sense that while we're sitting on assets, that we would trade them the way that the bots are doing because it's making everybody else a ton of money. It should be making the company money too. You know, and those are things that we're going to have to vote on in the future as we go through and start doing that. But in the meantime, you know, flash loans and arbitraging on, in the background is one of the things that becomes successful for us. Platforms that start to produce money, actual just fiat money that gets converted to crypto Cryptocurrencies for us or or cryptocurrency that gets used so that it begins to provide, you know, constant income to the company. All of these things are things that our partners eventually benefit from and our coin benefits from it, right? This is what the thing that our coin is, the distributed ledger that tracks, you know, like this kind of stuff. That's what the MetaHedge token actually is, you know, and as we grow we might be able to transcend a token into other spaces, you know, into other metaverse spaces as well. Like right now, those spaces are honestly undefined and not because of us. I mean, we're kind of like at the forefront of a lot of this stuff, but the metaverse space, I don't know if you guys are noticing, but the metaverse space in itself isn't developing the way that I thought it was going to develop. I mean, when I thought when meta took over, like the metaverse space, I thought that it was going to be like, you know, six months before we started seeing like completely immersive environments. And we're just starting to see the forefront of that. It's actually dragging along like molasses the entire the entire space. So it's a lot like being a cell phone. You know, like when they have cell phones and cell phones are, are, you know, before 5G actually came out, there was only like, you know, LTE. But if you were in the right area, your phone would start flashing 5G. Everybody knew you didn't have 5G. It's just your phone. Your phone was ready for 5G and it was ready and it was like, hey, I'm ready ready for it i'm ready i'm ready i'm ready for it you know 5g but just the technology wasn't there yet but the phone was ready to receive it but there was nobody to give it that's where we are metahedge is kind of like that phone we're ready to receive the technology we're waiting on it we're waiting on technology to make everything a lot faster and better for everybody but honestly uh uh Mark Zuckerberg's not doing his job. <laughs> I guess that's like what I would say. It's like Facebook really hasn't done their job. Nobody's done that. I'm I'm earlier in the podcast. I was super happy to hear that Samsung was getting involved with Google and and Qualcomm because it's just not happening right now. It's slow. It's slow like molasses. And and to develop the metaverse the way that it needs to be developed or developed and have the infrastructure that it has to happen. Uh, you know, that, that for it to be like a real thing that we all use, the only people really right now that could, there's, there's a handful of people that could do that. Amazon, Amazon could do that. Facebook, Facebook could do that. Uh Elon Musk with like, you know, not necessarily with Twitter, but Elon Musk, like that kind of money that could do that, you know? Uh, I I guess that would be like the top three people. Google, Google could start to do that now with like some help, you know, I mean, they, they could, they could start and the race is off. This is like, what's, what's, what's going on. And I imagine that in the next year we will see probably Amazon jumping in the game as well. You know, and getting things. I mean, we heard of like the merger with Avalanche. That's why we keep looking at Avalanche now. Avalanche is going to take off. So, I mean, I'm, I'm into it because that means that Amazon is getting into the metaverse space. And you know what? I'm down with that. I like I like I like Amazon Web Services. I use them to run my bots. I use I use Linode too, by the way. But uh, so I just want to give them a shout out because a big important part of like my bots are on are on Linode. So in case my bots ever become super famous, I want the, I want the wealth to be spread there. It's not just like because later on the ads will be. He ran it all on Amazon Web Services. No, he didn't. He ran some of it on Amazon Web Services, but the true AI portion of it is run on Linode. Node so, anyway, so with that being said, now you guys know a little bit of insider stuff, all right, guys, so uh, so that being said, um. The, the space is developing in itself and other people are going to get involved. And we're waiting kind of like a lot on like technology to get in so that we can integrate a lot of the stuff that we have. But in the meantime, we're already developing things and I'm figuring out ways to start pushing Web3 into the world, uh, which is what we're doing with that platform that we are getting ready to, to drop. Okay. So please help us by getting rid of the tokens in your wallet that helps us by growing the amount of wallets to have that we have so we can compensate for the momos that aren't going to do anything with the project. And then, you know, we might have to do it in the future. We might have to grow our wallets. You know, again, we might have to grow them to another portion. It takes, takes, you know, in order for a project to kick off, I mean, think about what it's like starting a community that's going to be active and it's going to have enough influence when they hit a decentralized exchange to make other people want to get into it, right? So, I mean, a small community... You're not going to do that with, you know, you're not going to do that with a thousand people. That's what I'm going to say. You're not going to do that with a thousand people when you got 10,000 people talking about your project and it's, and it's going to hit the decentralized exchange. Now that's going to be a big deal. And it's not that hard to get to people talking about it, especially when you're giving away some, it's not like your, 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 you know, Oh, every single person to get in has to pay 99 cents. No, it's like, no, you're just getting it, you know, and it's already working. And the system that we have of adding liquidity to the project it works as well. So there's no reason why people would, didn't want our project, unless you didn't talk about it, which is what I'm saying, unless you didn't talk about it. And if you didn't talk about it, then you're not the community. You're not doing your part. You're not being part of the community. You're being one of the momos that's kind of holding us back. All right. So that's all I'm asking is like, just kind of help along and go along and do with what we're saying. We're doing, I work hard on this every single day. And so do, so do, you know, like every, every team member, every team member, the other members of my team are all working hard to make sure that this project goes, you know, and makes something for all of us, mostly because, you know, it's, it's our life's work. It's like something that we can actually, you know, say, Hey, we did this and we did it with a group of people and we started this community and look today, it's something big but everybody has to participate about it. And we've done a lot to get the information out. I mean, there's the podcast to talk to you about it. There's the daily updates. So you can see like what's going on or whatever this or that. And then on Fridays, there's a Facebook live where you can talk about it, you know, and we have the metal hedge page on a thing. And there's a website that's constantly updated and informed. And we keep up with our white paper and we update it and all of that kind of stuff. So you guys, all you have to really do is just stay, you know, abreast of what's going on. Like, like, you know, act like anything else that you like or are part of And is a part of your life. It's something that might change your life someday. So, you know, be a part of it, be an actual part of it and enjoy it and be, you know, somewhat valuable to the, to the project, you know, and that's, uh, that's, that's all I can say from there. In the meantime, we're going to keep plugging away at it and everything as of right now, the gods are blowing in our favor. All right, with that being said, it's time for that altcoin from the crypt. All right, and today I'm just going to talk about this coin uh, very, very shortly because I've been talking a long time about MetaHedge, so, and I want to keep the podcast bearable for all of you. So today I wanted to introduce, so I'm just going to introduce Flux Token. It's F-L-U-X, okay? And it's part of the Datamine Flux project. This project is very, very important, okay, Flux Token are an essential part of the Flux ecosystem and they make scalable, decentralized cloud infrastructure. So you can make dApps and deploy it on the Flux network. If you are still confused, just think about what we were talking about, Amazon Web Services, but in a decentralized way. Amazon Web Services has its own data center around the world. Flux is the same thing, but with the data server comes the use of users in the Flux ecosystem that run a node. Flux is not the owner of the node in the ecosystem, so they cannot ever shut down the network. This is for Web3 integration. And for those of you that were asking, what is Web3? Well, it's a term for the third generation of the World Wide Web, which is following the first two, which included websites such as Google and Yahoo. Okay. For Web2, Things like Facebook, uh, your data is stored on the Facebook server, which means that you are not the owner of your own data. They can do anything they want with your information, such as sell the information, use you to target ads, and a bunch of other stuff because it's all in their server. So with Web3, you're the owner of your data and of your information. So you just use your identity to connect to websites or applications the same way like you use metamask wallet to connect to our decentralized uh ebay marketplace that i was talking about that we're getting ready to launch right now i use it to connect to Defi or to buy nfts on the marketplace so uh Flux has the Flux coin wallet by the way and you can download it from zelcore.io uh they have a website there and you can use those wallets to store your Flux tokens and also make transactions on the network Zelcore wallet can also store other cryptocurrencies uh that have many other wallets you know it's just like any of those other wallets me personally uh Flux I'm going to keep it on KuCoin which is where I suggest that you buy it and that you get it uh there as well. The current price of of flux as I'm talking to you is seven cents. Why am I looking at flux? Okay. And keep it short, Tony, because we're already at 30 minutes. All right. The reason I'm looking at flux, brothers and sisters, is because flux has had a high of three dollars and 33 cents nobody knows what the hell flux is nobody knows about this you know what this is this is the next step this is the actual infrastructure for web 3 and everybody's going to start to have to interact with flux soon as a matter of fact i'm getting ready to launch a flux node for my for MetaHedge um as well because uh they're already there they're already in the space it's the first Real infrastructure that's set up. It's completely inter, like they have flux tokens on Solana. There's flux on Ethereum. There's flux on Binance already. You know, so flux is interchangeable immediately and you can bounce from chain to chain, which is one of the things that cannot easily be done. So flux has already achieved this with speed, agility, security. Not only that, but it's, I think, uh, I think flux will probably uh, I'm going to shoot this out today. I'm going to shoot this out today. Okay. We're going to buy and sell. Well, well, we're going to trade. We're going to buy into flux at some point, and then we're going to trade flux forever, uh, for a long time. But I'm going to tell you that at some point in our trading adventures, we're going to see flux at $42. Everybody hear that? $42. Okay. That's what I say. So we're buying it right now at seven cents. Is it going to happen tomorrow? No, not really. Okay. I say, I say $42 by 2025 and we'll be in and out a trillion times on it, uh, by then by trades and all that kind of stuff. But let's start getting in on the flux ride. So that soul that I took off of there that we never did anything with, I'm going to put flux. I'm going to put flux on there and I will tell you guys, uh, uh, as of now, uh, let's take, let's take one percent of our portfolio and just like pop it into flux okay let's take one percent and pop it into flux and you'll see that on tomorrow's portfolio all right guys so that's it you got the skinny on it flux is our coin meta hedge is the project bitcoin is what we watch the bots are what tell us what to do huh who's better than us there ain't nobody better than us we're like fucking doctors that's what we are okay so let's live it all right guys I'll talk to you later if you don't do anything until the next time that we meet just buy the freaking dip.
0: This has been Tales from the Cryptocurrency. Our passion is to teach everyone from teens to boomers about NFTs, cryptocurrencies, how to invest, and how to stay safe. We hope you've enjoyed the show. If you did, make sure to smash the like button and leave a review. Even bad reviews help. So please do it. For questions or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, visit MyMetaHedge.com or send an email to CryptoKeeper, the number 2, the letter U, at gmail.com. Join the Facebook group at Tells from the Cryptocurrency. And join Cryptoni AirDrops on StockForge by using the promo code Cryptoni and try it free for 30 days. See you next time on Tales from the Cryptocurrency.